Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. The totality of the universe is it's just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. The, the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world, of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he, he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. So if you were looking forward to unpacking something dense and intense, I'm sorry, but you're going to be disappointed. Today is honestly just a life update. I noticed that my partner does these episodes on her podcast where I'll hear her in her room just talking about her life, talking about her day. And I'm, she's told me that she, every now and then, will just update or share an update about what's happening for her, what's alive for her, and some of the things she's navigating or experiencing. And I thought that was really, really cool. And I thought it was dope. Um, and I think it was a great way to create connection between myself and the community of people that tune into what I share and what I talk about. And I think it's so important for me to do that. I just realized it today and want to make this a habit or something you guys can expect on this podcast is just to hear real life in time updates on my life, my journey, both personally and professionally as well and i think that's so important not just for me to connect with you guys and for you guys to feel that we have like a relationship you know i'm not just somebody that you guys just tune into and then all right see you but like on some level you feel like you know me like you know my story you know my life to some healthy extent (laughs) um but i think that's so important for that reason but another is that i feel it's so vital in my own life to be able to witness observe and to recognize the different hues in the human experience what i mean by hues is that it's not always perfect good happy and amazing or joyous and it's not always bad chaotic stressful and 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 messy there is these other hues in between that are very vital and integral to the entire human experience and for me personally i don't want to give life to any more of these curated expressions of reality or of a relationship or of a coach 
or of a human being that are often, often, maybe too often, displayed online. And I don't personally want to breathe life into that. And so my only way to counter that or is not to be a part of that culture is by bringing you guys into the heart of my experiences and not just sharing the good or the bad, but everything in between. And for me, it's so important because, you know, when I work with men, oftentimes I make it a very deep priority that in my discussions with the men that I'm working with, or let's say I'm just in a one-on-one session with a client, I always make sure that I let them know that what they're sharing with me is something that I'm still navigating. And every time I bring that forward, the person is kind of shocked. They're always, to some extent caught off guard and I'm always caught off guard by the fact that they're caught off guard and I can't help but notice and realize why they're caught off guard and it's this understanding or this conception or this idea that because this person is coaching me they must have transcended all of the things that I'm currently struggling with and It's in those conversations that I do my best to remove the distance between him and I. That there is actually no difference. There there is no distance. I'm still navigating those things. I'm still forming a relationship with those parts of myself. I'm still learning. And I'm definitely still unlearning. And I will probably never arrive at any destination of healed or perfect or clear indication of a good man and a good partner and a whole human being. I may never arrive at that. My life isn't designed for me to arrive at that destination. It's designed for me to participate in that process from a conscious and connected place. It also invites me to be in awe of that process and to be in awe of that journey. Not to try to get to any point in the journey, but to be involved and to be in awe of the miracle of the journey itself. And so I say all of that to say that I want to make a conscious effort to share the things that I am going through, the things that I am figuring out in my own life and the things that I'm navigating, just to remove as much of that distance that I can, you know, in my own way, contribute to as far as what it means to be on the other side, what it means to have healed some level of internalized misogyny or some level of misguided masculinity or some level of unhealthy communication or breaking free from unhealthy dynamics and relationships. There is still so much that's discovered. There's still so much that has to be unlearned. Once that is no longer the world that you resonate with, you enter into a different world 
that has its new challenges. And those challenges really aren't talked about. Those challenges really don't have a space to be discussed. And I want to do as much as I can to just make sure people know that that world is also filled and drenched in challenges, difficulties, and its own level of messiness and chaos. But it expresses itself at a different frequency. And that's probably the only difference. So with that, right now, what's going on in my life is that I'm in Buenos Aires. And if you tune into the last episode, then you know that I'm here resetting, recharging, grounding, and slowing the fuck down. (laughs) I recently, so this is a challenge that's come up for me, is that recently I've been overworking myself. And don't beat me up. I know I dropped an episode talking about why I don't value productivity. (laughs) But the reason that I've been really overworking myself to an extent that I never have before is that I'm trying to have this relationship with this part of me that's now visible to the world, essentially, that my face is in places and people, I go places sometimes and somebody says something to me and like, oh, like, I love your work. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm in a whole different country. Why the fuck do you know who I am? And so that's new for me. And even sharing my work is new for me. Even sharing any part of me publicly outside of my intimate circles is new to me. And so in that, there is a lot of newness to the relationship with a part of me that the world is like seeing. Like this guy that's that I'm presenting that's new to you guys. Maybe you just started following my work or maybe you known me or followed my work for a year or so. The relationship you have with me is as fresh and new as the relationship I have with what you're experiencing. Like, that's the reality. Like, I wasn't doing this before two, three years ago. I was doing this in silence. I was doing this in private groups. I was doing this in sacred and intimate gatherings. And I couldn't deny, I literally couldn't deny that life had placed certain things inside of me like placed certain gifts, placed certain, like it was certain passions that I possess that I couldn't deny that they were actually preparing me for something else. And so the embrace of what that is manifested a relationship with an aspect of myself that is very new. And so in that, I'm still trying to figure out what works with this guy. Like I see these aspects of myself, like I, like I separate myself from them to just be able to see what's going on a bit more clearer. So how I do that is I look at it as if it was a third entity. And I look at this relationship, I'm like, wow, I'm like still trying to figure out like what works for this guy and what doesn't. And so I was at a period in my life where I kind of like, underworked where right? I wasn't doing much I was just doing what was re- like what was necessary 
And then I was like, damn, like I, that wasn't, that, that wasn't my best. So I was like, I have to turn it up. And so lately I've been turning it up and giving my best in a new way. But now I found out that way that was great. But at the same time, I can't forget my body. I can't forget like how important it is for me to have spaces where I can feel like I'm in a state of play and not just working. And that was something that I didn't realize I wasn't giving myself until I came out of that experience and realized I was exhausted. I was mentally and emotionally exhausted. So I'm refining, I'm refining, I'm refining, I'm polishing and I'm processing what works for me and what doesn't. And that takes a lot of hiccups and that takes a lot of, you know, mistakes. That takes a lot of learning. And so that's something that I'm still figuring out. I'm still figuring out how do I still show up? How do I still show up for my responsibilities and do the things that I want to do and do the things that I'm passionate about doing and do the things that I'm called to do and still also take care of me? And I think this is most people's dilemma. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people tuning into this can relate. But I just want to share that because even now, I still haven't figured it out. I still don't know what that balance is like. And I just don't think I'll ever find that balance. And the reason I say that is because I just don't think that I'm personally, I'm here to figure out what balance looks like. I think for me, God is balance. But in my journey, I'm trying to discover the capacities I have for flexibility, the ability to kind of shift gears and toggle between park, drive, neutral, and reverse. And so in this relationship with this part of me that I'm sharing with you guys, I only know two modes, which is drive or park. And so now I'm trying to bring in other gears, other ways to shift. And that is going to be important because when I step into drive, I don't know how to press the brakes. I don't think I even have brakes until the car just crashes if you get the picture I'm painting. And so now I'm like, okay, we need the brakes, but we don't want to stop completely and just be like stagnant and just in a park. We want to still go somewhere. We want to still move. We still want to navigate. We still want to show up. So what is that going to look like? You know, how do we do that? And um, it's still something I'm figuring out. But outside of that, there's a lot of other things that I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying this new relationship that I do have with myself right now. And I love it. I love it. I feel so different. I feel like I'm such a new person, but a person I've always really wanted to see myself become. And I knew I was capable of becoming. And Part of that is really for myself, like I'm striving, I'm striving every day and it's a constant reminder, but it's to have the confidence and faith in myself that my guides, my ancestors, my angels, and my creator has in me. And so I waver from that so often this trust 
and faith and confidence in my abilities, in my capacities, in my talents, in my in my strengths. I waver from that. And when I think about my guides, my ancestors, despite all of the shit, all of the shit, all of the years of just self-sabotage to the highest extent, they've never, never lost faith in me. They never doubted me for one second. They never doubted that they chose the right person for the job at all. And I, I need that, not just as a felt presence, but as a felt understanding in the relationship I have with myself. And, um, and that's so, so, so important. And I think for most people, but just for me, I think it's really important for me at this time to really, really dig deep in terms of self-confidence in terms of like faith i think confidence is one thing but to have faith in yourself is really really a whole different level because faith is about not being dependent on what you can see in order to trust that things are working out and not just it's it's just a whole different level man it's just a it's just another another tier of trust maybe a, the highest tier of trust and and that's what I aspire to have in myself. And that's one thing that I'm really, really working on right now. And one of the beautiful things that I've been able to really enjoy about life right now is getting back into my spiritual practices. As I mentioned earlier, this part of me that's online right now is new to like my whole process. It's new to like my way of relating to myself. It's just like somebody that just walked in my relationship and I'm like, I'm like getting to know them. Like, what the fuck do you like to eat? Like, do you, are like you vegan? Like, do you, do you, do you like going out to a movie? Like, are you into anime? Like I'm trying to figure this guy out and this guy is a part of me. And Part of that is as I've been so busy trying to figure this part of me out, there was other parts of me that kind of didn't receive that much attention, didn't receive that much focus. And a really big part of that was my spiritual practices. And that for me includes like an hour minimum of meditation that includes a long morning routine or I like to see as a morning ritual and like dance and play and worship. And that really hasn't really been present to the extent that I know I'm capable of. And there's been a void in me as a result of that. There's been this part of me that's just like, oh, none of this matters. None of this. I don't, I don't care about doing any of this stuff. If I can't have that relationship with spirit that relationship with god that moment with myself and the presence of what i feel to be god in the presence of what i feel to be my own essence and so now i've been making sure i'm bringing that online that i'm making time for that as well and it's been beautiful while i've been here spending more time in that space and the answer to all of my dilemmas was you gotta, you gotta wake up earlier. <laughs> I usually wake up at like seven thirty, and I'm like, damn, that's 
still not giving me the amount of time that I want for the space. And now I have to wake up earlier. And so I've been trying 6.30 and I think I'm going to have to probably push it to 5.30 to really get that, that, that time that I can feel undisturbed, unbothered, and really can lose myself in my practice and not have to worry about, oh my God, I have to rush into a meeting or I have to start getting ready for the day. I can just kind of really lose myself in that. And I know my day won't be thrown off by the time that I dedicate to that. That's been really, really, really fun and really interesting about what comes out of that space because another thing that I've noticed is that what I define as play, what I define as rest, even what I define as productivity and enjoyment actually is a bit different now. What I used to define even rest as was based on a different expression of my life. And that expression of my life is no longer present. Like I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. I wasn't in the part of the world that I'm in now. I wasn't surrounded in the same environment. And so at that time, rest looked different. And lately, I've been trying to recreate expressions of rest, play, self-care that are not actually applicable to where my life is right now. And so that's been really difficult to adjust to because I'm like, wait, I'm not resting. And I'm basing what I define as rest in a different phase of my life, in a completely different time of my life. And so I have to get very creative and get very curious about what that might look like for me today. And so that's been really fun, especially with my spiritual practice, is that the things that would fill me up, that would allow me to feel deeply connected, don't land the same as they did before. And for me, that's just a sign of like my cup has gotten bigger. My cup changes in size and it grows and expands as a result of my experiences. And so the things that I used to do that would fill me up or help me feel rested or help me feel connected, maybe only fill up half of the cup today. And it's not that I need to do more, it's that I need to find other avenues. Essentially, I need to diversify my needs. Like, how can I get my needs met, like this spiritual need in a new way? And so, for example, like one of those is community. Like, usually I would have hours, hours just with myself, with a really, really good book and maybe a spiritual lecture and a journal where I can write poetry and like my realizations in. And that brought me so, so much connection. That brought me so much fulfillment on a spiritual plane and today that will only suffice to a certain extent and what i realized it's not that i need to do more like meditate instead of for 30 minutes or an hour i need to meditate for four hours it's that i need to diversify how i meet this spiritual need and what i noticed was oh shit what if i started to surround myself in 
a spiritual community. I didn't do that before. Will that satiate that need? And it does. Like when I go to a temple and I'm in a space with other monks that are reflecting on maybe something similar to me or share an intention as I do, or even when I create a space with men or with women or with a group and we're all there in the name of healing, in the name of growth, or in the name of personal evolution, that is satiating that very spiritual need that I have. But what happens is I, I've been able to diversify it. I've been able to find other portals to meet that need. And I'm not doing more. I'm just diversifying. And so that's been really interesting because I've had to get very, very creative with how I meet these parts of myself and how I satiate them. And a lot of that has looked like me asking for help, me asking for support, or me bringing people into my internal world, which is something that I'm really not used to. I am a hermit by nature. And so I'm not accustomed to being in large crowds. I'm not accustomed to being in large groups. I'm not accustomed to having big group discussions around things that are like I'm personally passionate about. And though this is different, I can't deny that it fulfills something in me and it calms something in me and it regulates something in me. And so that's been really interesting and really fun to explore and dive into. So, so yeah, that's a little update on me right now and just what I'm exploring. This is the first one of these. So maybe next time I'll talk about something different. Maybe I'll talk about possibly maybe my relationship, some of the things that I'm learning in my relationship. But right now, this is just something that I wanted to share as far as like my own personal journey and some of the things that I'm discovering and learning about myself and yeah maybe you guys can share with me via instagram dm or email what would you like to hear more about on my personal journey you know any life updates that you guys are interested in maybe a deep dive into my professional life maybe in my personal life or with my family, how I navigate family dynamics coming from a very dysfunctional family um, or how I navigate things happening in my own personal relationship. So feel free to message me what that might be or what you guys are curious to know. And on the next update, I will talk about those things and give you guys a glimpse into what that is for me and what I'm experiencing. So with that, thank you so much, guys, for joining me for this life update. And I'm going to wish you a beautiful day and a beautiful evening. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.